0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: God on high.
0: Lord be with you. Let us pray. pray. Father in heaven, who at the baptism of Jesus in the river Jordan didst proclaim him thy beloved Son and anoint him with the Holy Spirit, grant that all who are baptized into his name may keep the covenant they have made and boldly confess him as Lord and Savior, who with thee and the same Spirit liveth and reigneth one God in glory everlasting. Amen.
2: and the flame shall not consume you, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt as your ransom, Ethiopia and Seba in exchange for you. Because you are precious in my eyes and honored, and I love you, I give men in return for you, peoples in exchange for your life, Fear not, for I am with you. I will bring your offspring from the east, and from the west I will gather you. I will say to the north, give up to the south. Do not withhold. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the end of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. The word of the Lord.
0: Lord be with you. The Holy Gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, according to St. Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. As the people were in expectation, and all men questioned in their hearts concerning John, whether perhaps he were the Christ, John answered them all, "I baptize you with water, but he who is mightier than I is coming, the throng of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie." He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his granary. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. So with many other exhortations, he preached good news to the people. But Herod, the patriarch, ter- who had been reproved by him for Herodias, his brother's wife, and for all the evil things that Herod had done, 20 added this to them all, that he Herod had done, he added them this to them all, that he shut up John in prison. Now when all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form as a dove, and a voice came from heaven, thou art my beloved son, with thee I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Christ. Grant, O Lord, that thy word only may be spoken, and thy word only may be received. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For those of you who have not had a reason or occasion to visit St. John's Day School recently, you should know there's a new energy there. Many things are going on. Plans for organic gardens, archery clubs, a renewed commitment to academic excellence and to worship, as well as a renewed interest in community service. One of the things that's been going on at the school has interested me personally or rather has got me to thinking back on my own childhood and that's the newly formed Cub Scout troop. Growing up I remember going to the different stages, Tiger Cub, wolf, bear, and weebelows. I remember going to the different mothers' and fathers' houses where we learned how to be good citizens, where we acquired new skills and were formed into gentlemen. And then I remember going on to Boy Scouts as a teenager. So while I've been given to reminiscing about my time in scouting these last few weeks, the significance and the meaning of the baptism of our Lord has gotten me to thinking about one particular event as a scout. Mr. Jim Hamilton, God rest his soul, transformed Troop 3, St. Paul's Meridian, into an Explorer Scout Troop, meaning we had to take one weekend adventure a month, and then an extended adventure each summer. Now one such adventure took Troop 3 to private land in northeast Alabama took us to a giant sinkhole in the middle of the woods at the end of a long single track path that lied at the end of a long dirt road. Standing on the edge of the sinkhole, it was overwhelming. And to make matters worse, we repelled down into the mouth of this giant sink. Then we donned headlamps and walked headlong into the belly of the earth and there we spent four full days and nights we were like miners or dwarves from the pages of Tolkien we crawled and stooped further and further into the deep roots of the world it was a darkness I had not known before complete darkness total darkness a darkness that made you lose sense of up and down and right and left A darkness that took with it a sense of time, a darkness that took with it perception and all sense that you understood anything. And in the belly of the earth we stayed with only headlamps and glow sticks to guide us, only able to see just what lie ahead in the dim and weak light. Now, being in this cave for several days had a very lasting effect on my younger self a whole new reality opened up to me, one of terror. Lying in the cave, trying to sleep, and it was darker than dark. The only smell, moist earth. It causes a young person to think about terrible things they might have never thought of before. I remember thinking to myself, I wonder if this is what it is like to be dead. Darkness, musty, dank earth. Dampness, cold, literally the weight of the world just above you, bearing down on you, closed in and disoriented. It was a helpless feeling. There was no door to open and step out of. There was no button to turn on to make everything normal. There was no stop button where you could get off the ride. There was nothing but darkness and a long, long trudge back to light. And I remember very well also coming out of the cave after four days and four nights, my eyes having to adjust to sunlight. I remember the first smells, the smell of the forest, fresh, clean, wonderful. I remember the greenness of the leaves and the whites and the yellows and the golds and the reds and the blues of the wildflowers, how the sunlight bathed And nourished everything spending four days buried underneath the earth made everything so alive and so vivid when we arose from the sinkhole I'd never noticed how beautiful and magnificent creation was before I'd never noticed the splendor and effervescence I had been in the midst of my whole life throughout my life I think back on my four days in darkness of how it seemed impossible, improbable, hopeless, of how being in the dark made anything and everything impossible, of how being in the dark made life, made me seem so small and insignificant. Beloved, we gather here this morning and celebrate the baptism of our Lord Jesus Christ, which is a piece or a part of the church's celebration of the season called epiphany. The epiphany from the Greek word epiphania literally means a showing forth, a shining forth. And outside of Christmas and Easter, epiphany is one of the oldest Christian feasts or seasons. Epiphany incorporates three different shining forths, showing forths, the visit of the wise men which we celebrated last Sunday, the baptism of Jesus this Sunday, And next Sunday, Jesus' first miracle at the wedding in Cana, turning water to wine. All of these events manifest or make known, show forth, and make public Jesus as Son of God, as Messiah. And as there is with every season in the church, there's music that comes along with those seasons. And one of my more favorite pieces of music during this season is from Isaiah 60th chapter. Commonly called, if, if you can call it commonly, the Serge Illuminare. Isaiah wrote this hymn to be sung in thanksgiving for the Messiah's coming, for his manifestation, for his epiphany. Isaiah writes, Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has dawned upon you. For behold, darkness covers the land deep gloom enshrouds the peoples, but over you the Lord will rise and his glory will appear upon you. Now, when I hear these words sung or when we pray it together in the daily offices of the church, my mind goes back to that feeling of walking out of that dark Cold cave and feeling sun on my face, seeing again, anew for the first time, the glory of the Lord appearing over and upon me. These dark weeks of the year are given to just that embracing the light of Jesus that has come into the world, celebrating, rejoicing in the fact that we no longer sit in darkness that the glory of the Lord has dawned upon us in the words of Isaiah that God has indeed come into this dark and broken and cold world and his light gives us life now at its heart what we celebrate today the feast of the baptism of our Lord is a foreshadowing if you will of his crucifixion of his death and ultimately his resurrection when Christ died for us he destroyed the gates of hell of Hades He set the captives free. He destroyed death itself before rising triumphantly from the grave. And our blessing of baptismal water affirms this in our book of common prayer. The prayer goes, we thank you, Father, for the water of baptism. In it, we are buried with Christ in his death. By it, we share in his resurrection. Through it, we are reborn by the Holy Spirit. So in Christ's going down into the waters he destroys darkness and death and by his rising again from the waters of the River Jordan he brings life and light to the world. It's a wonderful feast. And while it may seem impossible or at least not reasonable, I propose a thesis this morning that a person can be in complete darkness even when not in a cave whereas I walked willingly or somewhat willingly into a giant sinkhole into a, a material darkness a person can also slide unknowingly into the sink and into a spiritual one a much more deadly one slowly gradually almost without perception we can slide into darkness we can lose our way In argument a bit of jealousy, envy, bitterness, selfishness, a lustful eye, and the sunlight fades. As the light fades, perhaps we begin to lose our way. Perhaps we begin to lose the ability to see in this world. Colors fade, the crisp, clean smells of God's creation of forest and dale give way to cold damp. God's reality, the truth of God fades from us because we can't see farther than our own noses. From there it gets harder to make our way. We begin to stumble and fall, the space around us getting smaller and smaller, tighter and tighter, until if all the light in us fades, we sit in darkness, a dark that is beyond dark and all of that without even going into a cave beloved in the Lord this morning let us give thanks this day for the showing forth of God in Jesus Christ let us give thanks that the glory of the Lord shines about and upon us all and let us never forget that without the light of God we will certainly lose our way and our sight Let us not forget that the light that gives light and life to this world comes not from ourselves, but from Jesus Christ. So let us commit to praying without ceasing that we may be given that light. Let us pray without ceasing, like Isaiah, that the light emanates from us, not only feeding our souls, but giving light and life to those around us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Standing, let us affirm our faith in God and in His Holy Church. I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all
3: Kneeling, let us pray for the church and for the world. Grant, Almighty God, that all who confess your name may be united in your truth, live together in your love, and reveal your glory in the world. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, in your mercy,
4: Hear our prayer.
3: bless all whose lives are closely linked with ours and grant that we may serve Christ in them and love one another as he loves us. Lord, in your mercy,
4: Hear our prayer.
3: comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles and bring them the joy of your salvation. Lord, in your mercy, in our prayer. we commend to your mercy all who have died, especially Becky Martin, that your will for them may be fulfilled. And we pray that we may share with all your saints in your eternal kingdom. in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Let us pray for our own needs and those of others. For your handmaids with child, especially Elizabeth Hancock and Nora Middleton, and for those celebrating birthdays this week, especially Beth Shard, Sam Creel, Cameron Fontaine, Elizabeth Higginbotham, Sarah Mabry, Carl Moore, and Jennifer Myrick. Also for those celebrating anniversaries this week, especially Laura and Robbie Prince. For those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit, especially Alfredo Adam, Norman Alston, Kay Anderson, John Barnett, Linda Boyd, Suzanne Boyd, Beth Boykin, James Ray Bush, Luca Seraldo, Mary Craft, Sylvia Ellis, Michelle Gibson, Vicki Glenn, Timmy Heron, Bill Hersham, Marsha Holliday, Sydney Holyfield, Martha Jackson, Leroy Jensen, Josie Jett, Brian Jones, Pat Killen, Mary Lou Lott, Della McAllister, Joel McDaniel, Nita McRae, Jean Miller, Mike Meek, Tai Sun Nguyen, Whitney Pickering, Carol Prevost, Ginny Lu Kuang, Ashley Rogers, Eleanor Rummels, Joe Taki, Bill and Carolyn Sanford, Diane Scott, Doyle Scott, Steve Shepherd, Ella Smith, Wendy Sneed, Tony Stiles, Skipper Schwarzwager, Joyce Timms, Joan Todd, Martha Jane Tyler, Lucy Mae Wade, Shirley Waldrop, Dan Walters, Donna and Milton Wheeler, Suzanne White, and Lisa Worrell. For all who suffer from chronic illnesses, and for those we now name. We pray for the protection of the men and women of our armed forces at home and abroad, especially John Asbell, Louisa Balthazard, Chase Bradshaw, John Brewer, Michael Buechler, Mark Carter, Melissa Kleckler, Stan Harris, Jay Holloway, Scott Howell, Eric Romillo, Walton Lucky, Calvin Powell, Harold Russell, Joe Vinson, James Warner, Mark Waters, and Wyatt Welch.
0: Almighty God, who at the baptism of thy blessed Son Jesus Christ in the River Jordan didst manifest his glorious Godhead, grant we beseech thee that the brightness of his presence may shine in our hearts. And his glory may be set forth in our lives through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you. Forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Keep you in all goodness. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Please stand. The peace of the Lord be always with you and also with you. Good morning uh everyone and let's see if I can call our, t- our attention that's a a uh, lot of reunions today but good morning everyone and welcome to St. John's uh on this uh muggy and damp January morning it's a privilege to have all of you here with us this morning uh thank you for braving braving the weather Uh, Coming up, we have a few things. Uh, The first is the 118th annual meeting of St. John's Episcopal Church. is Wednesday evening, January 23rd at 5.30 p.m. At that meeting, uh, we will eat a wonderful uh, dinner of lasagna and uh, other things on the menu there. Uh, We will elect uh vestry persons to, to fill the new class uh, uh, elect a new junior warden uh there will be reports we'll have the year 2012 in review which is uh wonderful to, have to to look back and then also uh what to expect in 2013 so uh please mark your calendar for that and come take your place in the council of this church and help shape her vision uh, also the anticipation we will anticipate the feast of Camelmas uh, this year that's the service where we bless all the candles to be used in the church for the year and any candles people bring from home and we have the blessing of the throats uh, which is a blessing uh, for health on the faithful so we, we will do that on January the 30th uh, that, that, that weekend uh, is the diocesan council where we all have to go all the several of us have to go to Jackson for the diocesan convention and then Sunday night's the uh, Super Bowl so I didn't want to uh, compete with the Super Bowl so we'll do this Wednesday night. Uh, right before, but that's a, a very loved service, so I encourage you all to mark your calendar for that as well. Um, and then also our men's the basketball team is getting underway. If you have any interest at all at playing basketball, uh, this year coach David Sullivan Esquire is, is going to lead us, uh, lead us to victory, I hope. Uh, his cell phone number is in the back of the bulletin if you would like to call and, and, and sign up to, or just come along and play. Uh, you need it to be a, a, a uh, you know, have a certain skill level, everybody is invited to play. Uh, finally, uh, there is an era in the bulletin for which I am grateful. Uh, four year groups are reforming, and we do have someone to lead that. Judy McLaughlin has, a, has agreed to, to, to lead and guide that, the four year group program, so be on the lookout for sign up sheets coming soon. In the sacristy hallway, you will find sign up sheets for the altar flower for the year. You will find sign-up sheets to feed our EYC. There's still plenty of places to do both. Uh, so make note of that. And then also uh, you'll find uh, the Honduras Medical Mission, which is coming up this uh, February. We, we, we are given uh, a day to pray for the, for the, the people uh, served and the people serving down there. So uh, there's a sign-up sheet for the, for the prayer vigil there. Uh, and then it's the last call for the Honduras Medical Script Program as well. You remember that's when you get a gift card uh, if you're going to spend 20 bucks at Target or Walmart anyway, you, you would purchase a script card for 20 bucks, which is worth 20 bucks, and then a percentage of that would go to the Honduras Medical Mission or our funding of that. So it doesn't cost anyone any real money, and, and we make money off that. So that next order is placed Monday, January 14th. Sign up sheets are on the back table and by the office. And I think that's, that was longer than my sermon, so that's probably enough announcements for today. Uh, so again, everyone, welcome ascribe to the Lord the honor do his name bring offerings and come into his courts oh. All things come of thee, O Lord, and of thine own have we given thee. The holy sacrifice of this Eucharist is made to the greater glory of God and thanksgiving for his many, many blessings upon our lives. Giving thanks, especially this day, for the light of Jesus in a dark, broken and cold world. We pray that we may bear the light of God within us, that, it may, that God's glory may always be found to shone upon us and around us. And may we be the light of the world in our faith and in our works. We offer special intentions this day for the human family, remembering especially those who celebrate the season of epiphany in areas where the proclamation and practice of their faith could cost them their lives. We remember especially this day as children of the world as well, remembering those living in poverty and oppression and war and violence. Those who are abused and neglected, and the unwanted and unloved, and may all the souls the departed faithfully departed through the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen. The Lord be
1: with you.
4: And also with
1: you. Lift up your hearts. We- Let us give thanks to the Lord our God.
4: It is right to give thanks and praise.
1: It is right and good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. Because in the mystery of the Word made flesh, You have caused a new light to shine in our hearts to give the knowledge of your glory in the face of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Therefore, we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven who forever sing this hymn, give thanks to you, O God, for the goodness and love which
0: you have made known to us in creation, in the calling of Israel to be your people, in your word spoken to the prophets, and above all in the word made flesh, Jesus your Son. For in these last days you sent him to be incarnate from the Virgin Mary to be the savior and redeemer of the world. In him you have delivered us from evil and made us worthy to stand before you. In him you have brought us out of error into truth, out of sin into righteousness, out of death into life. On the night before he died for us, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread, and when he had given thanks to you, He broke it and gave it to his disciples and said take eat this is my body which is given for you do this for the remembrance of me after supper he took the cup of wine and when he had given thanks He gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Unite us to your son and his sacrifice, that we may be acceptable through him, being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. In the fullness of time, put all things in subjection under your Christ, and bring us to that heavenly country where, with the ever-blessed Virgin Mary, St. John, our patron, and all your saints, we may enter the everlasting heritage of your sons and daughters. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, the firstborn of all creation, the head of the church, and the author of our salvation,
1: By him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ hath taught us, we are behold to say, Our Father, who art Let us pray.
0: Almighty and everliving God, we thank you for feeding us with the spiritual food of the most precious body and blood of your Son, our Savior Jesus Christ. May Almighty God, who led the wise men by the shining of a star to find the Christ, the light from light, lead you also in your pilgrimage to find the Lord. May God, who sent the Holy Spirit to rest upon the only begotten at his baptism in the Jordan River, pour out that Spirit upon you who have come to the waters of new birth. May God, by the power that turned water into wine at the wedding feast in Cana, transform your lives and make glad your hearts. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you this day and remain with you always. Amen. Amen. be with you. The Mass has ended. Go in peace to love and to serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.